I'm Brooke. I'm Ryan. And we famously gave you the definitive rankings of the Kingdom Hearts worlds. But we're not stopping there. Full disclosure, we still don't know a lot about games. But we're PhDs in Kingdom Hearts. Kind of. Boss by boss. Tune by tune. Melody by memory. We're going to make you fall in love with the game again. And also with us. Maybe. So hop aboard the cricket cage of Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. The podcast. The podcast. Brian, you know what's crazy about these episodes? I like pre-rank and like have my notes written out. You're doing your homework, Brooke. You're Brooke Report. I'm not playing. Like you're playing right now. And so like, it is funny, I feel like with the bosses, I'm like, well, that didn't seem that hard for this guy on YouTube. So like, I'm like, I don't know how colored that is for my rankings, but we'll see. That's why we're here to talk it out. Do you have a YouTuber that you're following that you go to that you love? Or are you just sort of watching whatever video gets pulled up? I just Google or YouTube boss name Kingdom Hearts 1.5. I think mm. there's this guy called like Sploosh that I've been watching a lot of. Not Sploosh. <laughs> yeah, you heard it. You heard it here first. Sploosh. Does Sploosh talk or does Sploosh just play and let you observe? Sploosh just plays. I'm not trying to listen to other people's commentary on it. I'm just mm. trying to listen, watch, observe, take in, yada, yada, yada. There's only one person's commentary that matters on this green earth, and it's yours. 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 No, it's yours. Yours is the only one that matters to me. And yours is the only one that matters to me. Cheers, Brooke. I'm drinking water tonight, everybody. But I did eat an edible about 30 minutes ago. For the listeners, Brooke is wearing a sea salt ice cream colored shirt with what seems to be a Winnie the Pooh patch and piglets. This is vintage Betsy Wiseman from like the proper like 80s. It's like from probably from the Disney store. Wow. And the black spaghetti scrap underneath really sells it. Uh, Brian, do you think I'm hot right now? Maybe. Your hair looks great. Did you get a haircut? No, I didn't get a haircut, but I did. It's a little darker. I think it's the lights. I turned a light blue and now I'm just vibing. I'm like... Your, your glasses on your head, you're blue. You're giving me like Jacob Marley realness right now. <laughs> but specifically from the Muppets. I'm like a yeah. <laughs> For those on Patreon, you're seeing this in the flesh. And thank you. Speaking of those on Patreon... Why aren't you there? It's so fun. Brooke, not me, and I a message all the time. <laughs> but she she sent me the fanfics that she was no not the Hydra Penis one, but she told sent me. Well, actually, I don't know. I haven't read two of them, so that very well may be the Hydra Penis one. But she sent me a three line one that she used to says she used to quote all the time. And so I thought what we could do is I, Ryan hasn't seen this yet, and I I have read it. <laughs> I thought we would give everybody like a tease of what the fanfic could be uh, where we just read Kingdom Hearts fanfics and get you through them. So I thought we would give you a little like fluffer um, and do this one. And then <laughs> maybe we, you can come join us on Patreon where you can watch us. You can see my vibes. See how handsome Ryan looks always. Never. I'm so excited for this. I'm picturing like a haiku that's just a Kingdom Hearts madness. <laughs> this was written on october 23rd 2010 just as two young 
sprites, one from Florida, one from Illinois, were starting their journey at Northwestern. And this was published on fanfiction.net. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw one word, and it's not even a word. It's a combination of two misspelled words, and I, I'm not sure I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> should I just... Do you want to read it? Read it as written. I think you must read it as exactly as written. Okay, FYI, everyone, this is the very first time I'm seeing this. So this is me reading it live. Okay, so this is called Kingdom Hearts Recognition by Cam Cambrian. It's a really good name. I, it's actually alliteration. It's that's actually Cam alliteration because you got the Cam sound twice. I think it's important to know that it's 81 words. The author has described it as adventure suspense. <laughs> And it's fiction rated mature. And give us the the summary, which is almost as long as the writing itself. Sora experiences a rush of emotion as he truly discovers himself. Take it away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Sora was sit in chair. He at Tarverse Town. <laughs> And he said loudly, So Mikey, what the fuck you want did? <laughs> so Mikey, what the fuck you want did? Mikey, Mike calling him by his Michael Mouse by his <laughs> Okay, so we're assuming it's Mickey Mouse, not Mikey from Recess. Mikey was sit on other site site. Mikey was sit on other side of room, holding his penis careful in hand while he about to materbate with it. And I just want to uh, spell that out, everyone. It's M-A-T-E-R-B-A-T-E-W-I-T-H. Materbate with. Do you think that this is like really deep Disney core and he's like materbating is like a Cars coded? <laughs> My mind did go to, to cars, Materbait. Materbait with? Feet, rascal flex. I want to Materbait all, all night long. Night long. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so we're not Materbaiting with McQueen. We're Materbaiting with it. Mikey's penis. Mikey's penis. Sora, I not know you want, but I know you do want, mm, comma, E-ass. It looks like it's, I know you do want my ass, but the my has been interrupted by a comma and a space. So, but I know you do want mm, e ass. Mikey and ass. He's Latinx. It reminds me of like, you know, when they write out phonetically Cockney, it's like, mm, milady. Mm, me ass. Mm, me ass. I know you do want my e ass. I'll teach the gutter snipe to speak. I'm Henry Higgins. You're Eliza Doolittle. <laughs> you do want me as young lady. You will get no chocolates until you pronounce it my ass. Say it. My ass. <laughs> no, no, no. My ass. Marbles in your mouth, Eliza. Oh, no chocolates. <laughs> I do feel like, why is it chocolate? <laughs> Doesn't he give her chocolates? In My Fair Lady, We're, again, the Venn diagram of musical theater, Kingdom Hearts. Okay, uh, this is the last sentence, everyone, so get ready. So Sora jump on Mikey, and they start fucking 
the word fuck IGN, not the game website, fucking. And they both come so much that it filled the entire town and every can die the end. So if we take a step back, what happens in this story is that Sora, I'm going to, I'm going to just use my imagination and try to try to try to figure it out. Sora's sitting in a chair and he says loudly, Mickey, what the fuck you want did? Mickey, sitting on the other side of the room, holding his penis carefully, about to mater bait. That remains the same. Um, Sora, I this one's still a haiku for me. Sora, I not know you want, but I know you do want my ass. So Sora and Mickey start fucking, and they both come so hard that it fills the entire town and everyone dies. The end. <laughs> Traverse Town is supposed to be a safe space, but I guess this is Tarverse Town, so maybe it's not. <laughs> it's Tarverse Town. Tarverse Town is like it's like data data Traverse Town. The music is like a porn, like do 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 ah yeah do 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 ah yeah. You know what? If you told me that Sid like was making adult videos in his Traverse Town home to like get the gummy blocks, like enough money to reopen the gummy shop, I'd be like, that's a fanfic that I would want to read. <laughs> Honestly, there's a lot to that because there are all these people who are refugees there. They have no jobs. They have no paper. They need to get paid under the table. Like, you know, the guy in the accessory shop and the lady with the skirt and hoop earrings, like they got to make money somehow. Not to mention the Moogles. Oh, God. They're running a Moogopoly. <laughs> and that slutty, slutty mailbox with the big tongue. That <laughs> slutty, slutty mailbox wants to lick everyone's envelope. Wow. Brooke, what a gift. Thank you for finding that. And thank you, Brooke. Not Brooke Wiseman. Brooke, who's, I'm, I feel like we should keep last name. Brooke L. Um, so I hope you got what you wanted. I hope that that entices you to come join our Patreon. And there seems never as good a time as right now to dive into the beginning of the deep jungle it's become a running theme that i love deep jungle and actually someone commented on our instagram and said that their favorite worlds were deep jungle atlantica hollow bastion and end of the world i mean i agree with some of them yeah kindred kindred spirits sort of so i i guess we'll just jungle slide right into the different bosses there are only really two two and a half bosses in this world and I'm curious to see what you think of the first of many encounters with Cheetah Girl herself. Sabor. Sabor. Say more. Say more. Say more. I think I said this just to you off, is that I, I'm, I feel like my ratings are skewed because Brian is playing right now. I'm not playing. And so I, um, <laughs> I'm just basing it on how hard it was for the person. I'm, oh, no, you did ask me on, on the record. Um, I think that Sabor is predictable, um, but arduous. And so I think it's an easy battle, but it's long. Mm. And you can tell he like rears back and like does the roar. That's what, And then so you know when he's going to come, but he also always has that moment where he pauses. Um, but I feel like it's one of those where you, obviously you don't actually beat him. It just like at like three quarters of the way through, it like triggers a cut scene. Um, so I give it a four, an easy four. Mm. Yeah. So similar to Leon, Sabor, the first time is optional. You can defeat Sabor and Tarzan comes to the rescue, which you don't need to be rescued actually, but Tar Tarzan appears. Or you can lose to Sabor, 
which I did, and Tarzan comes and rescues you. So it's like Leon in that way. And then you fight Sabor again at the camp, and then you fight Sabor again in the like bamboo thicket. You see Clayton's pipe there, and you're like, oh, what's going on? And then he's just like, ah! And then you fight him, and he jumps into the bamboo and just sort of will appear from another part of the little circle of bamboo. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, all in all, kind of a predictable fight. I feel bad beating the shit out of an animal. Like, I feel like PETA's going to call. So, yeah, I'm going to say it's not even, doesn't even have any, any cool moves. It's just like a dumb animal. So, like, and I feel bad. The journey from feeling bad for the animal to calling it a dumb animal <laughs> was like a lightning fast. <laughs> and let me tell you, I had thunder and I used it on that dumb animals. Thunder! Here! <laughs> this should help. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give him a three and I'm going to call him just because the first one can beat you. I'm going to call it medium just because I got killed and I didn't have a chance to redeem myself. So that's, that's Sabor. Say no more. And then, I mean, please. He, who, 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 ha. (laughs) Not Clayton. He, who, who, ha. Not Clayton. (laughs) Every time it gets better. (laughs) My favorite thing about fucking Clayton is he starts the battle by screaming just going it's like just what's what's like is there a thing in theater where it's just like a a wretched scream is there like a greek term for that it feels very greek it definitely feels greek but i think it's just like a a a bemoan like a grecian just like primal scream primal scream that's exactly it very thematic for the deep jungle uh so yeah we start with the primal scream and a very interesting battle ensues. Brooke, what do you think about Clayton and his addition that shows up? I can't stop thinking about things in terms of like if I was writing a fanfic, and like Clayton and his stealth sneak is like so incredibly sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Not Clayton. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> this is the world of the like most deranged porny fanfic like we've got turk we've got jane's talking vagina we've got the stealth sneak we've got kerchak we've we just got everything the big Bro, fruit those, like the mushrooms in there they're like which button should you press for me like oh ice <laughs> oh i'm so shivery oh no i'm so hot oh oh i'm so i'm so cold Oh, no, I'm face down on all fours. I need you to heal yeah. me. Oh, no, no, no. Not Clayton. <laughs> uh, don't forget the big old eggplant that we have to attack. Huh? There's like a big eggplant emoji that we fight to save Jane in the trees. I don't recall that. You know, you go like Jane is caught behind the vines with Turk and then you go and there's it's just like attack the big fruit. You remember the big fruit? Oh, Brooke. I'm due for a replay, I guess. I haven't played Kingdom Hearts 1 in three years. Well, I started it a couple of months ago, but I haven't gone very far. Um, okay. Well, back back to business. <laughs> Someone's got to keep this train on the tracks, Ryan. <laughs> I'm so glad it's you. By the skin of my teeth. Okay. I have Clayton, part one as easy like when you first are just like hitting him and then the second part when he's joined by his stealth sneak 
I have it as a hard. Overall, I give it an eight. Mmm, yummy, yummy, interesting. Like the big <laughs> purple fruit. Sorry, Brooke, I have to show you the big purple fruit. I just, I have to. You see it? It's just a big eggplant. <laughs> We're not going to rate it. It's it's not a boss, but it, it almost is. Um, yes, yeah, so agreed. Clayton in his normal form, easy, definitely harder than Big Black Fruit. Uh, oh my God, Big Black Fruit is the new Deep Jungle. And then Stealth Sneak gets involved and it, it becomes hard. It becomes interesting. He kicks at you. He charges at you. And he has the little laser eyes. He has lasers from his hands. He's, uh, yeah, a lot of lasers going on. But one thing I just love is the the battle environment. After the the chameleon crashes through the wall, like there are places for you to jump up. You can climb up vines. You can climb a tree or whatever and get out of the way. But it's a very challenging battle. And I feel like everyone remembers back when we were kids and we couldn't skip the cutscenes, the reason we have he who <laughs> caught in our heads is because this battle was so hard. That stealth sneak is not messing around. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it an 8.75. No joke. And I just, it, it fits the world. It fits the vibe. We love it. I love it. Love that. It falls on Clayton, smashes him. Pretty cool. Stealth sneak. More like clumsy sneak. <laughs> <laughs> Clumsy sneak. Clumsy little sneak. <laughs> God, you little freaks. That's from Star Fox. <laughs> but it sounds like Zigbar. What does he say? Is it clever little sneak? Is that it? Yeah. Something like that. Do you know the moment in Star Fox that I'm talking about? I'm not familiar with Mr. Fox. If anyone knows the moment in Star Fox 64 that I just referenced, please reach out. <laughs> she's waiting i if no one messages us i'll be i will be sad god help the outcasts um okay so we're moving on to traverse town 2 with a boss i forgot to put on the list which is the opposite armor oh the opposite armor is hard as fuck thank you for saying that because i was struggling so much with this opposite armor situation on my playthrough and i I think it's hard because I do think like we're still at the point of the game where like you're only as good as as much you you're only as good as how much you grind hmm. and you really don't want to grind early days because the like either you don't understand that you need to or you just like you're it just that the worlds aren't fun and like good enough to just like hang in. Right. You don't have glide. You don't have high jump. So you can't really do anything to explore anyway. So why? And the heartless are hard. So come back and whack them when you're a little more powerful. Totally agree. And they're hard because you're weak and like they're not worth a lot of XP. So it's like better to just like barrel through. And then once you're in Travis, Hollow Bastion really is when you start to like with the rhinos and stuff. Anyway, opposite armor, hard as fuck. But I think I didn't watch it because it wasn't on the list. Um, but I, I feel, you know, I, I know it, um, but I do give it, I give it a seven. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it's basically just a floatier guard armor. Like it's like slashing through the air and kind of charging at you. And a few of the kicks from the clawed legs just 
knocked me out. I think the cool thing is it really follows you around the area where you can go into alleys, you can go, you know, up on the railings and it'll just come and like kick the shit out of you. Um, I think it's like a worse version of the opposite armor. Like the moves aren't as cool, but I still respect it. So I think, yeah, I think seven's perfect. It's, it's not like, oh my God, you don't think of the guard armor and then the opposite armor eclipses it because it's so much cooler. It's just like, oh, we're doing that again and whatever. I'm going to say it's, I'm going to say it's medium because I've never had this much trouble with it. And I don't know if I was just yeah. having a really bad day, but uh, you can escape. Like, you know, you you do the, uh, you pull the bell yeah. thing. And I had to like go into other places to Wait, go. Wait, you pull the bell thing? Oh, you pull the rope and then the fountain cubes turn around. You know what I'm talking about? To, to lock the keyhole and. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's what cues him, right? That's what cues him. But and so then you fight the guard armor for a second, and he becomes the opposite armor. But you can just leave the battle arena and come back, and the uh, opposite armor will be waiting there for you. So just a fun little oh, cool. fun tip. Yeah, there you go. I didn't know that. You're. I feel like you're learning so many little like cheats in this playthrough. I'm just. I'm soaking in it. I'm just marinating in the Kingdom Hearts. If maybe not soaking but um yeah i'm having a great time anyway that brings us to uh, the middle of the desert which is agrabah you forgot a boss on this list i know well that's the question is do we do are we doing it chronologically or are we doing it oh do well maybe we'll do a special episode on secret bosses yeah maybe because then we can do like there's at least three we can do yeah i agree i think that's good four four okay. four okay so we start with our friend the pot centipede which is different than when you can come play him to get a mithril like it's still the pot centipede that's the pot scorpion that's the um yeah different different insect same pot same vessel same vessel so the pot centipede has jasmine in her gap in her in his its grasp and you just hear 11 um and it's very clear which centipede part has jasmine in it but you're getting poisoned by all of its pot centipede legs um but it's easy i said it's easy yeah i mean it is cool that like you hear jasmine screaming for help you'll, you'll never get her out you never like crack one of the barrels and she's there just like is that true yeah she's just like help me like the boss fight would be over if you cracked the barrel and, and like jasmine scampered out and was like oh my god that was crazy. Take me to your house, Aladdin. Like she's just always in one of the barrels or pots. The last, the last one, presumably, whichever one is last. Yeah. But yeah, that I, I would agree. It's pretty easy. It's kind of cool to watch it like bash through the, like there's a bunch of debris in the gateways between the areas and it just like bursts through and these separate areas all of a sudden become one battlefield which I think is actually pretty cool. Like as far as like an environmental fight, it's it's pretty neat because you get to experience all of Agrabah. I was going back and uh, in our rankings, the first visit to Agrabah is right at the top. And I was like, does it actually deserve to be this high? But I feel like this boss fight is kind of a good example of how you get to experience the entire world with this boss fight. They're very integrated. There are also four bosses in Agrabah like Agrabah is a long world and I think it does like it's a really good job of like integrating like Disney bosses and mini bosses with the heartless component totally and we get a lot of different environments so okay I, I'm gonna rate this one I'm gonna give it a 
We give it seven point five, seven point seven five actually for the for the pot centipede. Maybe not. Okay, never mind. Uh, maybe no, 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 no. I was just surprised because I give it a three. Oh, great, perfect. That's what we need. I was maybe a little hot on it, and you're a little a little cool on it. And I was like, you know, why shouldn't you be rewarded for getting the one that Jasmine comes out of? Like, I think that should be smart. You cracked a code. Poor Jasmine, like, put me to sleep after being thrown into a giant pot centipede. Like, Jasmine! Aladdin. Aladdin. Um, all right. Speaking of multiple environments, we go to the desert. Very cool to see a desert environment. And then we get to fight a giant tiger head made of sand. Yeah, made of sand and stone. Um, who, yeah, I love the Cave of Wonders. The Cave of Wonders is hot. Yeah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> Like, of, of caves I've seen, it's a hot cave. I would agree with that. Like, if I kill, fuck, marry different caves, like a cave of the mounds, the cave where, I don't know, Skull Rock is, like, I, definitely the, the hottest of the caves. The Caribbean, the Caribbean, any of those caves? Don't bring that up on this podcast. Do not bring up the Caribbean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Detoxing. I feel like you, I want you to give this one first because I feel like I've been, I, I don't want to keep influencing your, your decision. Okay. I think this one's, I think this one's medium. Uh, there are enough heartless that are around that if it hits you with a laser and you get knocked off its head and you get hit by a large body or a fat bandit or whatever, you're going to have a tough time. It's just hard to get on his head. It's very hard to do that. And once you're on there, you just got to keep going. Then if you fall off, it's just annoying so i'm i found this kind of an annoying boss battle uh but i respect that we're fighting sort of a disney villain so i'm gonna give it a five ryan that's literally everything that i was gonna say (gasps) i except i give it a hard because i do think it's like too hard to get up there and then it's like like you die too many times trying to do this but i have so much respect that we're playing the cave of fighting the cave of wonders that i gave it a five damn we three years brooke (laughs) <laughs> we've we've become one vessel. Oh my god. Speaking of vessels, the first battle you fight is Jafar the human and he floats and bops in a in an arena not dissimilar from Maleficent in uh Birth by Sleep as Ventus. Um and my you know, he loses points for me because you have to listen to Jeannie being like, Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like like be careful. I'm coming for you. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's just like so annoying. And then you have Jafar being like, I'm Jafar. <laughs> like it's just kooky. So I but it's easy. Like it's just like annoying and easy. I give it a three. Oh shit. Okay. I have a bit of a soft spot for this one. That's great. I love the environments. I love this like big chamber in the center of an Indiana Jones like spooky cave. And yeah, Jafar is a little coward. Like he only attacks you from afar. He has only one hard attack, which is kind of cool. Where he makes the ice storm in the center of the cave. But besides that, like you wail on him a little bit and then he just floats away from you. Um, or he'll come at you with this fiery little, fiery little staff and hit you and then fly away again, like, or hit you with a laser. He's, he's a little bitch. He's a little bitch. Uh, love his spells though. Like, he's like, like, (laughs) it's like Simlish with like a scary accent. Yeah. (laughs) I, I actually love the genie edition. Like it definitely takes away some of the menace. 
but I think it kind of like elevates it to a fun, like a fun level. I I have a soft spot for this one. I'm going to give it a 7.75 and easy. That's great. So then we get to fight Genie Jafar. Bloody Jafar. But really we fight Bloody Jafar. <laughs> but really you're just fighting the lamp and Iago's talons. Yeah. Um, My favorite, see, it's so funny how quickly opinions change because in this one i'm like yago's addition of him being like oh it's hot in here it's like it's hilarious to me um i guess one an 8.25 because i love genie jafar but it is easy you just have to like jump on the moving stones and hit the lamp but you're like fighting the real big bad of the movie yeah okay I shouldn't have said my ranking. No, no, it's definitely easy. You know, I, I have a strong opinion about this one. It's definitely easy. And again, I think it's like, there's some cool creativity going on. Like you're in this lava factory. Lava factory? Feels like a like a Mario Party or Mario Kart course, doesn't it? Like, like Bob Bomb is like, rah, like falling to the lava, get lifted up. I don't know. I think, and the moving blocks is. <laughs> that is quite good. That's my toad. I've been working on it's toad in Mario Party 2 and you don't have enough coins to get a star. He goes, whoa. <laughs> oh my God. And not far from his cousin, the Mushroom Heartless. Not far. That's right. That's like a one my one special skill. I have that skill and I can also do Yoshi eating where it's the hadam, 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 hadam. Okay, quick non sequitur. What are your thoughts on Birdo? The like, I, I, I don't know enough about Birdo. Uh, I've, I've been dis- discovering Birdo. Like as a character or like as a as a like moment in history? The first like non-binary video game character? I'm not 100% sure, but it like it's a love interest Look, of- Google it. Yeah. Like Google it. Someone explain Birdo to me. Speaking of Birdos, back to Gigi Park. We're back in the lava factory. I just, I respect the boss fight, but it's really not, it's just a very indirect confrontation. You're just trying to get Iago, trying to jump over blocks. So I'm not like, oh, this is- it's inventive, but I don't enjoy the fight, so I'm going to give it a 3.75. Wow, we have such opposite Jafar takes. I know, I know. And we, I don't even know who will come out on top. But it is a good use of the source material, I think. I agree. I agree. Getting devoured by a whale. You get, like, you get, you go into a giant mouth in both Monstro and Algorba. Yeah, and, and Atlantica, too. Yeah. Not very tasty. A lot of mouth work here. A lot of sucking. Um, so speaking of mouths, um, what is a mouth but a cage? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is a mouth but a cage? For your teeth. Teeth are the teeth are the locks that the, the doors that open and close. Anyway, the parasite cage is who we fight in Monstro, and we fight him twice. <laughs> Um, Riku fights with you the first time. As real Riku or fake Riku? Bad Riku? Real Riku. Kind Riku. But how? Bad? Well, I mean, he's he's not Ansem Riku. He's Riku who's on the bad side. He's not possessed. He's he's just there of his own accord. He's under Maleficent's... Like spell. Maleficent spell. That's not a spell. I think he's operating under his own free will, but Maleficent is uh, grooming him for darkness. For darkness. Oh, I thought he had like gotten a little bit of darkness poison though. Not yet. Not till he starts wearing his muscle suit. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. That happens in. 
But how does that make sense? If what you told me about seeing Riku and Monstro, if you skip it. So then they re uh, orient the cutscenes. So you think it is possessed Riku. If you fight, if you go to Monstro after Hollow Bastion, they change the cutscenes. So you're led to believe that it is possessed Riku doing all of these things. Even though it is real Riku. It is real Riku. It's, it's the same plot line, but Sora's just like, wait a second. You're not Riku in that version. Okay, okay, okay. All right, talk to me about the Parasite Cage, Ryan. Well, I, you bring up a great point. I think it's very cool to fight alongside Riku. And I actually was standing on the periphery of the bowels or wherever we are. And I just kind of watched Riku fight for a little bit. And it was kind of cool because he was like doing the same attacks that we learned from Dream Drop Distance, making the same noises. I was almost like, oh, I'm getting like nostalgic for Dream Drop Distance. I... I never appreciated the subtleties of Riku's, you know, fighting style. Uh, but yeah, the first one is very easy, uh, nice arena. But I, I guess I'm having a tough run. But like, he puts together his uh, little knuckles and whacks at you, and a few of those whacks can really, really take you out. So I'm not gonna call it quite hard. It's like medium. It's easy. It's easy. I just needed to use arrow because it's one of those boss battles. It's one of those boss battles where it sneaks up on you because you're expecting it to be so easy but this one you know don't sleep on it and i'll give it a i'll give it a solid it's like a 4.5 for me yeah i ranked them as uh yeah i have the first one being like medium to hard medium between medium and hard and um it's like a like a four and then i have a second one being very hard because you have the addition of the acid Mm. and you just like it you it's hard the poison the poison poison for cusco cusco's, cusco's poison. poison yeah so i give that like a 7.75 love it yeah i mean it's it's cool to see a boss come back and get more fearsome i think that's kind of cool it's kind of like the magic mirror in birth by sleep where you fight it once and you fight it again it's like oh shit and really leveled up a little bit uh i agree i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a 6.5 um Actually, I'm just going to give it a six. It's, it's it's not one of my favorite Heartless, but I really like the room and it's cool how they kind of build on it. I'm going to call it medium. Like, I think this one is, uh, if you're paying attention, it's not super hard, but uh, yeah, stay out of the stay out of the acid. Get the Rolaids. And IBS's nightmare. IBS's nightmare. And uh, that's what gets uh, Monstro to spit you out, so. That's true. Well, that, those are our bosses for this section of the game. Any, uh, any takeaways, Brooke? You do a lot of like, part one and part two of the bosses this was like a real like you fight him once and then you fight him again you fight him once and then you fight him in another form mm. we didn't do that on purpose nothing we do here is intentional <laughs> it's all random all chaos thanks for listening don't forget to rate review and subscribe if you're looking to connect our heart follow us on instagram at kingdom hearts underscore pod and if you want to enter the realm of darkness that is our lives follow us I'm at Brooke Wiseman. And I'm at Rye Bernston. See you next week. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. The podcast.